Welcome to episode 19 of season two of Armchair Donkeys, brought to you by the Believe Network, the number one network for podcast professionals. For those of you who are interested in playing in an NFL playoff pool, we will include a link in the body of this YouTube post to our free run your pool contest, where you will have a chance to win an NFL jersey and $1,000. Well, Bob, you know, we made it to the playoffs, uh, but before we get to that, uh, this past weekend was bad beat city. The Texans killed my money line bet uh, against the Colts with a fourth down and 20 completion for, for a touchdown, followed by a two-point co- two conversion to win by one point in that game. You know, it turns out that uh, Lovey Smith was trying to stick it to the Texans before they fired him this week. Also, within seconds of that Hail Mary I watched the Jets give up the game-winning field goal, which was okay because I had the Jets plus three. I'm going to push that game. Nope. Hero ball and the Cal band wasn't on the field for the ensuing kickoff where the Jets threw the lateral through the end zone for a safety, and Miami covered the three points with a five-point win in that game. And then now I'm chasing hard. I got a two-team money line parlay pretty heavy. Seahawks to win. Uh, Green Bay to win. I just need just need Rodgers to win in Lambeau against Detroit, who'd already been eliminated from the playoffs. And the first half of that game, it's going great. Now, uh, they decided to go for it on fourth and one on their own 30, which ended up giving Detroit three points. They, they overcame that decision. And then uh, really the game kind of flipped on that Aaron Jones fumble going into the end zone in the first half. I think he was on the 11-yard line in the red zone, uh, trucking towards the end zone. That and your boy Rogers tossed two INTs, Bob. He didn't look like him. He didn't look like the same guy we've seen during the little run they had when everything was falling into place for him. So, um, I mean, good job by the Lions. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the Aaron Rodgers-Packers fiasco hurt me. And just like you, then I started chasing Monday night and tried to do something stupid, money line the horn frogs that got blown out. But at least I, I money lined it and did the over, which which won. So um kind of kind of sat in the middle right there and, and made a little bit of money on it. But um it was a it was a tough weekend all in all. Yeah, I got no idea why I took the horn frogs. I saw that you took them. I bought into the hope. I was I was crushed <laughs> from the weekend and I went Horn Frogs plus 14 and on the money line, even though like in the back of my mind, I'm going, Bo, you saw what Alabama did to Kansas State. You saw what Alabama did to Kansas State. And and I didn't listen to that little voice, but that, that was really the tell for that game was what Alabama did to Kansas State. And, and if you look at the two fourth down stops that the Horn Frogs had against Michigan in the first quarter um, – and the touchdown that was taken away, that, that really was the difference in, in that game against Michigan. And, and that game probably should have been, should have been uh, Michigan versus Georgia. Anyways, uh, go ahead, Bob. I was just going to say that that national championship game, man, that, that game was over after the first series, in my opinion. There was two wide open guys. Max Duggan just missed them completely. I mean, that game, in my opinion, almost looked too big for TCU. They were not ready for that stage for that type of competition against those guys. And it just from the jump, it was, it was ugly. I mean, this is a TCU team that went to, I think they went to overtime with Kansas. Yeah. Kansas was a good football team, but they're not Georgia. 
No. <laughs> and, and 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 really like that that win over Michigan was was a miracle win for that TCU program. Anyways, let's let's get past uh, last week and uh, and get into the NFL playoffs, Bob. Uh, let's go to the Bay where the 49ers are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over the Seahawks. The over-under in this game is 42. So I think the 49ers are way too good in the trenches on both sides of the ball here. Uh, I look them for them to control this game with their rushing attack and defense. They don't really need to ask Brock Purdy to do too much. Just make, make the easy throws that he's been making all season. I don't love laying the nine-and-a-half here because, you know, DK Metcalf could get off. Uh, Tyler Lockett could could score a couple. One turnover, uh, one pick six could really screw that line up. But um, you know, I, I like throwing the 49ers into a parlay on the money line, or look to push this thing down to minus two and a half in a teaser for for the Niners to to get an easy cover on a field goal here. Any thoughts here, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I think the 49ers usually win. They're a far better football team. And like you said, they don't need to ask Brock Purdy to do a lot with the running game they have and the defense that they have. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly not that scared to lay the nine and a half. I think them being at home, um, I think this thing could get a little out of hand uh, just because of how good their defense is. And they, uh, you know, will, will restrict Seattle from doing much. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to touch this one. Um, but I would not – I wouldn't be that scared to lay nine and a half with this with how good this 49ers team is. You know, if I didn't get my nuts kicked in last week, I probably would lay the nine and a half. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to play it safe. Uh, take us to Duval County, Bob, where the Jags are getting two and a half points at home against the Chargers. The over-under in this game is 47 and a half. I, I really, really like the way the Jaguars are playing down the stretch. And I can't – hundred percent say the same thing about the chargers. And I don't know what it is. I think it might be their coach. I think he just, he makes some weird decisions that throws me off that I, I don't really believe in. I don't support it. So, um, and, and just the way Trevor Lawrence is playing and ETN is running the ball. Jacksonville's defense is solid. Um, I like them at home getting points in this game. Um, I liked it the second it, the, the lines came out. Um, I think uh, Staley's coaching for his job. So I don't know if he's going to be as aggressive. I, don't, I think if they don't win this game, he's going to get canned in, in L.A. Um, but I, I'm going to take the home dog in the first round of the playoffs and take the Jags in those points. Got it. Uh, you know, speaking of Staley, there's the L.A. Charger fan base isn't huge out here, but there are some Charger fans, and, man, they are furious that he didn't rest his guys last week with nothing to really to play for. Mike Williams gets hurt. Uh, There was a tweet that came out from Adam Scheffler not too long ago saying that he's got a fractured back. He's not playing in this game. And um, he, he, he probably is out two to three weeks, which puts him at missing the entire playoffs if they don't make the Super Bowl, which could put him, uh, you know, out for the rest of the season. Uh, And there's also a big question mark on Bosa's health going into this game. Now, if those if Bosa's full strength, I like uh, this Chargers team to have a shot, and I like them to have a shot at a deep run in the playoffs uh, and maybe a potential Bosa Bowl for the final. Um, you know, they, they, like I said, they've got a, we've got a, the weakest fan base, and I'm, not that I'm a huge Charger fan, I would like to see them do well, but they've got the weakest fan base 
in the NFL, in the second largest media market in the country. And what better way to get the fair weather LA fans to jump on board than a little San Francisco versus LA rivalry in Phoenix for the Super Bowl? Give me the bolts on the money line in this game at minus 140, parlayed with the 49ers on the money line in this game. They're going east. Short week, going east. That's true. You know, I've been wrong before, and I could be wrong again. And that Mike (laughs) Williams, uh, I I actually made my pick prior to seeing that Mike Williams was out. So that's a – and the line hadn't moved yet. I don't know if if Vegas had caught wind of that yet or not. Yeah, maybe so. It was still at two and a half. And I I actually got it earlier in the week. I took it at minus a half. So um, I'm not actually laying the full one for you. I'm just just straight up on the Chargers minus a half in this game. Well, let's go to Buffalo, Bob, where the Dolphins and Skylar Thompson are getting 13 and a half points against the Bills. The over-under in this game is 43 and a half. So, you know, Buffalo should roll here, uh, but a blowout doesn't make for great television. So I, I'm, I'm scared of that 13 and a half. Uh, I'm going to throw this thing into a three-team favorites money line parlay. You got backup quarterbacks in Cincy, which will, or in, in uh, Baltimore, which we'll get to, as well as in this game up in Buffalo. And then, uh, you know, give me the give me the 49ers, Bengals, and the and the Bills all in a three-team money line favorites parlay. Any thoughts on this one, Bob? I think this one could get real ugly um, in Buffalo. What those guys are playing for after what happened a couple Mondays ago. Um, Miami's offense looked just awful with Skylar Thompson running the show. Um, and, I mean, nothing against that kid, but, you know, he, they just looked inept uh, last week. So I I don't love giving up double digits, but I don't think I'm going to touch this game. But I, again, this is another one where I wouldn't, it, I think it can be more than 14 uh, just with the firepower Buffalo has and, this kid, Skylar Thompson, pulling the trigger for the Dolphins. Yeah, there's some really just on paper looking at these games. It's looking like the ratings are going to be porous for the NFL this weekend in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, two backup quarterbacks that nobody's even heard of, and we don't even know uh, who's who's playing in, in Baltimore. Yet. No, not yet. Uh-huh. All right, Bob, uh, take us to mini where the Vikings are a three-point favorite uh, – over the New York Giants, the over-under in this game is 48 and a half. You know, this is a tough one for me because I think uh, the Giants are, are, are a pretty solid football team, but I have believed in the Vikings at home this year. Um, and that's kind of what does it for me. I like Minnesota's offense at home, on the turf, inside. Um, and so for, for those reasons, and I just – Again, this is just comes down to I don't know how much I trust Daniel Jones in a mo- in a moment like this quite yet. Um, so with all that being said, man, I'll, I'll give up these points and I'm going to take the Vikings at home just because I think they can they can outscore these guys by a field goal or four points um, and, and cover this spread. Gotcha, Bob. You got a uh... yeah. No, my uh, hang on one sec. There we go. Sorry. All right. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. Minnesota's a, a real tough place to play. Their fans are rowdy. That place is going to be rocking. Um, this is another major media market 
uh, team, you know, or, or major media market where both teams have been a dumpster fire for the last couple yeah. of years. I, I'm just, my gut's telling me that the Giants find a way to move on this week behind the running of Saquon on offense and the resurgence of Landon Collins on defense, who kind of disappeared for uh, the beginning of this season, but he's he's made a comeback the last couple of weeks. I'm going Giants plus three uh, and on the money line in this game just because I feel like New York needs a win in the playoffs to, to generate some excitement in that city. All right, uh, we're on to Cincinnati, where the Bengals are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Ravens. The over-under in this game is 40-and-a-half. So this line opened at sixth, moved to 10, and now it's back at eight-and-a-half. We know Lamar Jackson is out, but we still don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Ravens. I don't think that matters. I think, like I said earlier, uh, this is lining up for a bunch of blowouts in the NFL in the first round of the playoffs with multiple backup QBs at the helm. I like teasing this game down to one and a half and maybe getting points with the Chargers um, and nine or 10 with the Giants. And maybe, Bob, you might go the other way and tease the Jags up on that teaser. Uh, and maybe you tease the the, the Vikings uh, yeah. to getting points um, with, with what you're preferring there. What are your thoughts on this? I think this is another one that could be ugly um, just because, I mean, if it's not Lamar Jackson – who gives a damn who's playing quarterback for the Ravens. So, um, you know, and they just don't have a ton of weapons offensively and, and Cincinnati does. And, and I know, you know, there's always question marks about the protection of Joe Burrow and all that, all that talk about their offensive line. But I mean, you mean I'll, I'll give up eight and a half all day in this game without Lamar Jackson playing Cincinnati at home. I think they're, they're, you know, between them, Buffalo and Kansas city, I think those are the three teams in the AFC. Um, so I'll give up those points, and but probably tend to go in the direction you were going. It's find a way to tease this thing down with some of the other games that we like that have bigger spreads. Yeah, I think I like the tease. I don't, I don't love one and a half. Um, if you've got the ability to buy two and get it to six and a half, uh, I think that's a much stronger play yeah. than than eight and a half. Because really, all it takes is one pick six or one scoop and score or one kickoff return or punt return or a rough in the punter to screw that thing up and, and gift the team a touchdown, um, which throws the line off. All right, let's close this thing out in Tampa, Bob, where the Bucks are a two and a half point underdog at home against the Chargers. The over under in this game is 45 and a half. This is pretty easy for me, guys. I mean, I don't trust Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and I trust the GOAT no matter what he's looked like this season at home in the playoffs, getting points. Um, I just, I just have so much faith in Tom Brady and right. This is, they got in the playoffs. That was the goal. They made it as ugly as it was. They're there and they're at home. They're having a home game in the playoffs. So with all of his experience and his leadership, getting those guys ready for this game and just the way the Cowboys have looked to close out this season, Again, give me the home dog in the playoffs, and, and I'll roll with Brady all day long and not bet against him, um, especially in the first round, especially against this Cowboys team. I'm, I'm with you on Dak. He's a Jekyll and Hyde type QB. If, if you're the head coach and offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, don't ask him to do too much. Brady has zero mobility, and – 
his O line is likely going to get eaten up by Micah Parsons and crew. You know, that said, if this game is close, I look for the Zebras to play a factor. The league despises Jerry Jones almost as much as they despise Dan Snyder. And Brady going to the next round in in what looks like it's going to be San Francisco makes for a hell of a storyline. I'm conflicted here um, on which way I'm going to go, but I think – and I'm I'm not going to touch this till Monday. I need to I need to make some moves this weekend before I decide what I'm going to do on Monday. But I think the Cowboys' front four on defense has the ability to ruin this game and get the W. Just don't ask that to do too much. Easy throws, run the ball, play defense, and don't make any mistakes. And uh, it's almost you ever played ping pong. And there's two different kinds of ping pong players. There's a ping pong player that wakes, waits for the other guy to make a mistake. And there's a ping pong player that goes for the big smashes. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just wait, like let your defense force Tampa into making a mistake and play field position, which if they do that, maybe the under 45 and a half is a play. Yeah. I you think know? that's a pretty good bet too. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Um, I just, I just don't I, – I feel like, right, you got a guy like Kellen Moore who's calling the plays. He's a he's a candidate for head coaching jobs. So he's trying to make it look like he can call great offensive plays and score points. And I don't think Dak's a guy that wants to manage a football game. That's not his – that's not how he's been – that's not how he's been coached up. That's not how he's done anything since he's been to Dallas. So, um, man, I, I just – again, I said it last week, it, it kind of – bit me in the ass a little bit but you know I I can't it's hard for me to bet bet against Tom Brady especially when he's getting points in the playoff in the Tom, playoffs at home Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers that your quarterback you love your quarterbacks man it's just you, you just don't fuck this thing up Dak and you guys should win the game yeah that's you're cool. right you're absolutely right well guys that's all the time we have for you today uh like I said we're running a NFL playoff precision pool on run your pool. We'll put that link um, uh, below in the YouTube video. So you guys can sign up for that. If you want Uh, the winner of our pool gets an NFL Jersey. If you, if you win all of the believe network pools uh, in total, there's nine of them. Then uh, you win a thousand bucks. Thanks to all you listeners out there. Uh, If you enjoyed the show, please do us a solid and hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date for future episodes. And follow us on Instagram at Armchair Donkeys to catch our plays in real time. Uh, Good luck this weekend, Bob. Hopefully uh, we turn things around as we move deeper into this playoffs. Good luck, Bo. Have a good weekend, brother. All right, buddy. All right, see you, man.